gray sky is gonna clear up. Put on a happy face. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta how to sit. Just a second. Sometimes Sean gets a little testy when I'm not ready to start right away. Well, you know. <laughs> ready? Hey. Know, we haven't had a letter from Kai in a while. Uh-uh. I feel like this is very low. Low, 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 low. In five, four, three, two. Remember when they nod and he's like, do you go on one? Wait, do I go on? Remember when uh, Michael's supposed to go walk across the hot rocks? Oh, yeah. Do yeah. I go on go or do I go on one? Do I, go I stopped, on go. I stopped watching The Office. I don't know why. It just kind of fell up. I mean, we watched a bunch of it over and over and over. Right. Right now we're in Trailer Park Boy over and over land. Right. We've revisited that. Uh, and I was like, we should watch Ozark because we haven't watched the most recent season. We kind of spread out our shows. I know. I'm being really stingy about Kids in the Hall. I know. I'm like, I don't even, we're not even going to know what's happening. Well, the or first episode. Or do they not feed off of each other? Uh, well, the characters, <laughs> they sometimes they build off of each other. I, or they used to. I don't know if they still do. I would assume they do. But that opening, uh, the the scene with the police officers and the robbers. Yeah, men don't do full frontal nudity in lots of shows. A bold choice for middle-aged for, men. For middle-aged men. <laughs> uh, we won't ruin it for you, but if you are interested in some truly amazing comedy, check out The Kids in the Hall. Sean loves Kids in the Hall. It's like his favorite thing. It, it certainly helped shape my sensibilities. And so here we are. Ta-da! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. And I'm Katie. Hello. How Hi. do you do? I do I do well. This week has been very busy. It has. I feel like every day I'm like, I just, it's like kids in the hall. Seven things to do. Just seven things to do. <laughs> Gotta try to check some things off my list and nothing ever goes as planned for me. Hmm. Willy nilly. It's like uh, Phoebe on Phoebe Buffet How she running runs. on Friends. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Freestyle. Well, when we both have to be doing something, that's when I run into difficulty because mm-hmm. I run on my own schedule. I keep my own schedule. Yeah. Well, um, there you have it, folks. <laughs> what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't I really have a very good schedule right now, but it's okay. We got the ad done. Mm-hmm. I was working on a deadline and yep. we got that crushed. Sean has undiagnosed ADHD and therefore needs tough deadlines in order to actually finish things. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how he operates best. Okay. What happened in the news? <laughs> Let's see. You do uh, need a deadline though. Oh, Otherwise, you, know, you don't finish things. Uh, you don't agree? Have you have you been watching Stranger Things, Katie? I haven't. What is that song that um, Kate Bush? Sean's just changing the subject because he doesn't want to talk about his running undiagnosed up, ADHD. It's Running know. Up the Hill by Kate Bush. It's so good. That, don't play it because we're going to get in trouble. No, um, I'm not playing it, but you can see the music video here, you know. But uh, wow, that It's like show. one of the only songs I enjoy from the 80s. Oh. Well, there's a lot of them, so... You know. There's a lot that suck, yeah. No, no, there's that a lot synth. of good music. Mm-ts, 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 That's not synth. Synth is like, you know, like kind of. Is that like, like, like the playing the theremine? Theremine, yeah, like well, our neighbor used to do. Right, but that Kate Bush song, mm-hmm. it's taken off. It's everywhere. Of course, it's a good jam. I saw teenage kids driving down the the street today playing it in a Look Jeep. Stranger cool things is cool, and also '80s is cool again. Because we we are that old, Sean. Right. Uh, so that mm-hmm. song is on fire, though. It's mm-hmm. everywhere, and she's Kate Bush is super famous again. I wouldn't be surprised if she does a stadium tour just playing that one song over and over again. The kids from Stranger <laughs> over Things and over come and out. Over and over. I, they're not even kids. What are they in their forties now? Isn't that no. weird when a TV show takes a break and then they come back? You're like, ah, eh, 
Well, they only took like a year, so they're not really any different. But it's just funny because some of the people you can tell are not the age they're supposed to be in the show. Right. I, for, I mean, you hate this guy, and maybe this is why I'm so judgmental of him in general. But and I'm forgetting his name, but he's like the captain of the basketball team, the oh, motivational the speaker, jock. weird, but mo- jock, but Christian, but weird. I don't know. I fucking hate that guy. It creeps me out. And he's just one of those people you didn't like in high school. And he definitely looks like a 24 year old trying to play a 16 year old. And you're like, what? You know, isn't that the way, though, for the homecoming king? You know, they peak early. They mm-hmm. look a little bit older. You know, they probably drive a Camaro. They're shaving by the time they're in the, the third grade. And they look you know? 45 by the time they're 22. Yeah. And they mm-hmm. talk about the good old days mm-hmm. a lot while they're, you know. I don't really know any of... Can we stop this from going on? Yeah. <laughs> Sean's got a music video playing on his phone. Still. Oh, it was still rolling. It was still going. Okay. I was like, okay, enough Kate Bush. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, no, but it's interesting. So I had to look up the ages of some of them because the kids themselves, like the, you know, 11 and <clears throat> they are She's all... She's not 11. She was never 11. I mean, maybe she was at the time, but her it was because her number is 11. No, no, no. I didn't mean her age. Um, you were talking about her age, but then I just found out what her name was. Had oh, they Millie? Su- no. Uh, oh, in- Jane. Jane. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. Did they explain that? Because we skipped yeah, wait, the recap. From, no, they explained it in the other seasons. Right. Okay. When she had the memory of her mom coming to see her. Yeah. That's why she chose the name Jane mm. for when she went out to California. Gotcha. And Jane Hopper, because hops are... I miss like her, her real father in a way because he's all you know he cared for her sometimes i need a season recap or a show I recap. accidentally skipped it i need that too but i was trying to what was i doing that i hit it and i was like fuck how do i go back and watch it right because i was kind of lost i was like wait something? what mm-hmm. is that thing it's mm-hmm. a demogorgon and i was like oh yeah yeah that's right you remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh fx mm-hmm. the the tv station mm-hmm. they would do recaps every episode of what's happened previously. So you kind of, mm. you're, it's always fresh in your mind. Well, I think that FX does it because it's on television. Yes. Where Netflix is not, you can like binge it. Do you mm. know what I mean? So you don't necessarily need a recap, but we should have gone back and watched the recap yeah. because we were both a little confused and I was just trying to turn the captions off. I was very con- confused when they, they flew off with the aliens. <laughs> that part was strange. Sean always likes to pretend. We won't, no spoilers here. If you haven't watched the newest season of Stranger Things, I highly encourage it, but I also encourage you to have a what I call a brain cleanse set up afterward, like uh, The Office or Trailer Park Boys or your favorite, you know, Friends episode, something, because you're like, blah, 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 blah. See, I don't operate like that. I like the, the shows that are really, they get your brain pumped, you know, and then you go to sleep. And you, uh, you have fucking you have, nightmares and you hate your life. No, not nightmares. And then nightmares. you wake up at five in the morning and look at your phone all morning. Oh, He's yeah. He's been doing that a lot. <laughs> it's true. I've been getting up very early. <laughs> Why? Uh, to Any open the, the garage door for the guys that are. But uh, 5 a.m. is not necessary. No, that's true. It's 7 a.m., but I don't know. Yeah. Pitter patter. Pitter, pitter patter, not going to get right at her because then he doesn't get up and he like stays up then and then falls asleep and then gets up later. Yeah, you know. I've, I've been Everyone worried. has their own method, but I've, uh, I've been worried about him because it's usually not a good, not mm, a good sign. Okay. Hey, this isn't about me. This is about what's in the news. <laughs> um, also, in the news, yes. in our personal news, we've booked a getaway. Oh, we're going to go to Fredericksburg, but it's just not until July. Mm-hmm. So we've got some time. Also, we have a, a wedding to go to, and we have a new we have a new St. Louis. We talked about that last week. I know, but he had not been born yet. Oh, and I feel for. 
Amanda, his mommy, because that was the longest laboring process. Yeah, what was it, like 48 hours or something? More than that. Well, it wasn't like she... So, long story short, not to share people's personal information, but she had to be induced, which anybody who's had a child or been a friend of someone who's been induced as a friend, I'm like, that's the fucking worst thing that could ever happen. If I had a baby, I'd, uh, I'd deuce it as well. Induce. <laughs> <laughs> that's always how it works. Right. Um, no, your sister believes in C-section strongly. She's like, knock me out, cut me open, clean the baby off, give it to me, we're done. Remember? She's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to know what happened. I don't want to have to think about it. Right. <laughs> and that's what ended up happening. But she was, they tried to induce her like three different times and she, he was not ready. He said, no go. No, He's hanging on to the uterus for dear life. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, everybody's happy, healthy. Yeah. It just took like four days. I'm sure Amanda's thrilled we're talking about uh, her, her life right now. I think it's fine. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. We have a new baby. I know. It's exciting. I'm excited. We'll it's going to be go a tall visit. kid too. Who knows? I think he's going to be over six feet. Sean but, likes to make random assumptions based on zero information. Justin's pretty tall. That doesn't mean shit. Oh, you know. My dad was pretty helps. tall and Nickel's not that tall. He's tall enough. Nick's like what? Five, eight, five, nine. Yeah. He's, you know, he's not like six, two. Okay. Well, hey. He didn't come. You just don't know. Genetics are interesting. Right. Right. Speaking of um, interesting things in genetics and (gasps) medical news or whatever. In the medical news. Rectal cancer. Uh, Things that we should talk about. Well, I think this is amazing. From birth to rectal cancer. Well, something. Covering all the holes. Katie and Sean. (laughs) Next, mouth cancer. Right. Something mm-hmm. gets you in the and end. We'll talk about snot, and we'll talk about contacts. We'll right. go around the world. But did you hear? Well, you did hear. I know because we saw it at, at lunch together. But I was mm-hmm. talking uh, to Barry about it as well because I wanted to get my doctor oh, facts correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had come up in my newsette that there was a huge breakthrough in a certain type of breast cancer. Now, I don't. I already read the article, so I deleted it out of my email. I don't want to have to say it wrong. But either way, you could probably look up like you know new breakthroughs in breast cancer research and treatment right and there's also one there was a study that i think just happened or at least they just released the information from the study Uh and it's a small study but 12 Uh or 14 uh there were 14 participants okay and all 14 they 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 cured them of cancer of rectal cancer which is yeah i mean Haha, ha, let's make butt jokes. But I mean, this is a serious problem, right? Well, no, it's common, right? Yeah, I think it's 320,000 Americans every year. So That's crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty... And the thing that is wild, I want to hear about this, but for those of you who are around our age or even a little younger than us, you remember a time when getting a cancer diagnosis was just a death sentence. Like there was like nothing we could do. And that was in my lifetime. Like I had tons of friends, unfortunately, who lost parents to cancer. Mm-hmm. And now... We're like fucking kicking cancer's ass. We're like, give Finally. us something But that's pretty quick, really. And AIDS is to the point where if you take your medicine, it's non-transmittable. And it's like just almost like an immune compromise situation you live with. Right. We're making huge strides. Undetectable. Uh, anyway. That's the one that really is wild to me yeah. that AIDS is undetectable now mm-hmm. or HIV. Um, no. AIDS and yeah. HIV. Yeah. I learned about it at the Healthy Voices Conference. Right. So anyways, so, I, there's so many breakthroughs. So the rectal cancer can be cured. 
for inside well, people in okay, a small. So it's a small group. Mm-hmm. So they're going to try to repeat it. I just 14 out of 14 or 12 out of 12. That's fucking nuts, man. Perfect score all the way through. High five to those doctors, whoever's working on that. Five gold stars. Yeah. And it's. Uh, and a clean uh, anus. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a clean rectum. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, they. That's what we should call the podcast. Right. No one will click on it. <laughs> or people will click, you know. You just don't know. No. Anyways, so uh-huh. the, good on these doctors for, <laughs> for where they're going with it and how, how fast they're moving. But it's uh, immunotherapy. Oh. So uh, like chemotherapy, they mm-hmm. use uh, chemicals, chemicals basically to bring you to the brink of death, right? Mm-hmm. They kill the cells. But they kill the good cells. And it's almost like when you take an antibiotic or a Z-pack, you kill your good ba- gut bacteria along with the bad. Right. So chemotherapy <laughs> is pretty nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why you go bald or you... you uh, Oh, really? You know, That's, I thought up. that was radiation, too. I would assume radiation does that as oh, well. Oh, okay. Yeah, both of them. But yeah. then there's uh, there's a dog that just ran to the room. I hear her. Chinka, chinka, chinka. But then immunotherapy, uh, there. I think Keytruda is one of them. Oh, I've um, heard it. I've seen it on TV. I know. I, I've seen it, but I don't know what it does. Um, yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But anyways, it, that they have these new uh, tools in the tool chest to fight cancer. And now, obviously, we haven't licked cancer it hasn't been beaten across the board but man they are making fast strides and it's so so dang important because you know there there's there there's it's just it's terrible the suffering that people go through for well it's it's so incredibly common worldwide that we these strides in the treatment is is bringing hope to people who maybe felt hopeless it also means that getting that diagnosis like i was saying isn't a death sentence anymore i'm sure there i know that there are still certain cancers that are they don't know what to do with them essentially but but we're coming for you we're getting there and i feel like in the last like five years there was some kind of and i'm sure if i if i understood if i was an oncologist if i read the research i would get this but like i feel like there was a a key that they're like oh like there was a discovery that allowed for these new treatments to then be developed because it was almost like even in the mental health space i would say the same that some there'll be breakthroughs yeah a breakthrough about a specific let's say in the mental health field like a neurotransmitter that we didn't know was involved in bipolar disorder and when we realize that and i'm just this is i'm just making this up that opens up this door to like so many other treatment options and then we realize how we can focus in on that and make it better for people and i feel like that happened in cancer where there was like a breakthrough about it in some fashion that is allowed for these treatments to be slowly rolled out as they're figured out yeah immunotherapy i'm probably not even saying that correctly that's a word that i feel like i i tank a lot um but anyways immuno immunotherapy i assume immuno yeah so it's your immune immune system uh Mm -hmm. basically learns the instructions on how to specifically target Hmm. or you're you're supercharging it is that oh okay your soup so it's not not like a vaccine where a vaccine similar okay yeah i think that's the case where Hmm. you're basically giving a set of instructions to your uh, your immune system mm-hmm. and or showing it what the cancer cell is and it anyways i don't know what i'm talking about but <laughs> i'm very excited when yeah. i see things like that you know because there's always shitty stuff in the news and god always we're, we're drowning in it right yeah bad news is what sells but when you see something like that you're like fuck there's hope for somebody out there and and it's it's exciting and i have a yeah. dog that's crawling all over me she's very excitable she's yeah. excited about the breakthroughs yep she's I'm trying to think of what else is in the news happening in our life. Oh, I'm excited you, to go to Fredericksburg. If you, you know, guys have any recommendations of what we should do or what, where we should eat, I've made some reservations, but 
I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I saw in the news that um, the uh, the stars of Chrisley Knows Best, they're going to jail. Oh, they are. I think so. I, I've got it right here. Todd and Julie may spend decades may in prison after being convicted of fraud and tax oh, evasion. Oh, they were convicted. So I know, yeah. because I know Lindsay, who's lovely, and she doesn't talk to them anymore after because it's just a toxic situation. The family's like all sorts of messed up. <clears throat> and she's done her best to like manage it. She had to go testify. Oh, really? She. I don't know any of this stuff. I forget all of what happened, but she had to go to testify and she was involved in some way, like had to do something with the court case. I don't know if it was just testify. I feel like there was something else that I'm missing, but they um, opened the books. Like "Ah, inside the books, there's another set of books, you know, (laughs) pretty much. But I know she was really scared that they were going to be convicted and she was oh, like pray sad. for my family well i mean you know yeah, you don't just because you don't yeah just because you don't talk to them because they're toxic and not good for you doesn't mean you wish them to like be in prison yeah. you know i didn't know well I, I knew that you knew her but i didn't know i maybe i shouldn't have brought this up <laughs> 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 I, t- I blanked when i clipped it i was like oh i know those people and that's mm-hmm. a pretty big deal i mm-hmm. remember wesley snipes went to jail for tax evasion tax ev- yeah i remember he was there for a while mm-hmm yeah. It's, you His know, vampire powers could not get could, him out could of not the get jail. Him out. You got to pay your taxes, man. Yep. Especially when you're in the spotlight. If you're not in the mm-hmm. spotlight, I think you can skate and kind of like do some stuff. But if you're famous. Yeah, they're, they're coming could, for you, man. Well, there's probably someone at the IRS, you know. But that reminds me of the film Stranger Than Fiction, which is where Will Ferrell is this IRS agent. And the whole actual movie has nothing to do with what I'm going to talk about, really. Because the, the whole plot of the film is that his he hears this like voice this like third party voice, like a godlike voice, talking him through his life and narrating what he's doing. And he's like, hey, stop that. And then he realizes his character's gonna die. Like the their author's setting him up to or this voice is setting him up to die. And he's like, No, 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 no. He's gotta figure it out, right? So, anyways, that's going on. But he's an IRS agent and he shows up at Maggie Gyllenhaal's bakery and she he's the tax man and she's like i paid you what i thought you know he's she said i'm all paid up and he's like no you didn't pay all your taxes and she's like i paid you what what you should be getting because i ran the numbers here's what i make here's what it cost me and this is how much i get from you guys so that's what i paid you it was like 10 percent or something yeah you don't get to make up what you pay the irs unfortunately he he came for her i've met a couple of people who are complete anti-taxers that's a frightening thing yeah they and you know Look, I, I don't want to get into it. I'm a guest in this country to a certain extent. I, you know, Finish not, your paperwork. Right. But he always so leans I, on that. And I'm like, do your paperwork. Anyways, I'm a guest <laughs> in the country. And I I make sure that I pay my taxes. Like, I'm squeaky clean, right? Mm-hmm. So, so squeaky clean. But when you meet somebody who's really against the government uh, taxing you, they'll tell you all sorts of things. And I don't know if they're true or not. But well, I you do. You have that one guy that you knew. Oh, there's like three of them that I could... Tell oh, really? you about yeah, two of them are kind of uh, closeted anti-taxers, but um, oh, I know the one that uh, has his own company out in like Bakersfield or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, I don't pay tax. I don't know what he said, and you were like, what? Right. I mean, but he owns a home, and they'll come for all that stuff mm-hmm. eventually. And he's always in court, and he he cites code that you know the but IRS isn't even a real organization. It's not the government. It's oh, a wow. All like, sorts of like things. You're like, deep, oh. yeah. I'm like, just pay them. You don't want that breathing down your neck. You well, know. The, for me, for, there's a couple of things. First of all, we need services like the police and firemen. How are we going to buy bombs? No, uh, we need things like police and firemen. We also need our armed forces. Thank right. you, everyone, for your service. 
And those are things that our tax dollars go towards. I also want my roads to be nice and my water to be able to come to my house. Those are all things that tax dollars pay for. So because I utilize these things, then I feel like it's fine to pay into it. I do think our systems around the world are all corrupt and people are, they're like, we're public servants. And I'm like, then why are you making so much fucking money, you loser? The one that got me, I'll I'll go down this road just for two seconds, Mm -hmm. is when they were, um, bringing out universal health care oh, yeah, and they had their own system they were like we're I, not going to be into your system i couldn't believe that and i was like then you shouldn't get to vote on it right that was the strangest you're, you're thing. you're not using it sorry uh, yeah. it's above my pay grade i guess I, I don't understand how that works but anyway yes long story short i feel that you pay taxes because you utilize things within the system and number two some things, I mean, it depends on how much taxes we're talking, I, I guess, but like there are a lot of things in my life where I'm like, I'm just going to do this thing, even if I don't agree with it or whatever, because it's not worth the stress of not doing it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're like always in court and you're like, I had to try to go to court. This is years ago when I uh, first met Sean because my landlord never gave me back my deposit. The homeboy still owes me money. Isaac, you're an asshole. Anyway, um, even that small me going to civil court and trying to like get my deposit back. It's difficult. It was like so much time and effort. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even handle it. Right. So the Chrisleys are uh, in trouble with, you know, pay your taxes and uh, get on with it. Hopefully they, you know, they don't Fraud and tax evasion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we've covered that. Uh, Family suing Meta for daughter's eating disorder and major case stemming from Facebook papers. Wow. Yeah. Um, no one wants to take ownership over their their own prop potential role. I, I don't know. I'm not sure, but um, I'd like to see the case. Yeah. I have a tough time believing that just and here's here's my argument. I'd love to hear yours because our opinions don't matter, right? Um, sure, social media can definitely feed into, and I guess pun intended in this case, can feed into an eating disorder or mental illness, or it can like exacerbate something that's happening like if i'm already depressed or struggling with body image issues and i go online and people shit talk me and tell me i look some kind of way that's not desirable that can harm me and my self-esteem and then it can make an already existing problem worse however as a parent can't you find ways to restrict their usage or to have a conversation with your child about social media and what people are saying? I Can think we're you going address- to have to get to that point because we should already be there. We don't have to get there. Like well, how silly. I think that social media, just hear me out, is, is such a powerful force and it grew so quickly and no one knew what these tools were. And so here we are. I know we're, we're a little further down the road, but I think people are starting to wake up to the, you know, they're dangerous. Like, you know, you shouldn't be watching uh, junk or you shouldn't be eating junk food all the but time. People are aware. So here's where I don't I don't buy into that. I hear you that like it, it's become such a big thing and people don't understand. It's everywhere. <clears throat> Facebook came out in 2002. It's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. It might even be before that. But I was in college. I remember when I was able to get join it through my pepperdine.edu email. And only people in university could join it at that point. And the, so there was that. So we've had 20 years. I am the generation that's having kids right now. I know how fucked up it is. And parents have been aware of how damaging it is. Just have your kids watch TV all day. How is social media any different? Don't play stupid. You know what I mean? Well, and now you want to sue meta. It probably sounds real nice. No, I, you know, but you can carry this around in your pocket. It's everywhere everyone's on it it's not just you, you know it, there's a lot going on with it and when people say well it's online it's not 
you know, they're, 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 it's separate. I'm not saying it's separate. I'm just saying parents can't blame Meta for their child's eating disorder because they it depends. They needed to. In, in, I, I only read the headline, so I don't really oh, know what the case. Oh, why did the you case is. It, His but, headline reading and not actual article reading causes a lot of and I understand. Misunderstanding. Take, you have to take responsibility for mm-hmm. your own actions. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if you are like if you are selling a toxic product, and I'm not saying they are, but well, if we have research to prove that it's not good. Right. And that came out like we know that. Yes. And so I guess what I'm saying is uh, if it turns out that it is a, a cigarette like product mm-hmm. that's dangerous, um, maybe it's not screwing up your lungs, but maybe it's screwing up your brain, scrambling mm-hmm. salads. But you can't there. sue the tobacco company because you got lung cancer. Well, yeah, you can. And they have mm-hmm. and they've won. So there were landmark cases because but that's why the warnings and then you like smoke at your own risk. Yeah. Now. So like we're going to get into social media and be like browse at your own risk. Yes, and maybe it has to be age restricted. I don't know. We're, we're we're evolving, right? This is just a big a big interesting. I'm just not a litigious person, and I find litigious people to be just not not it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, sure. Like, what was the case where but she in, spilled hot coffee on her from McDonald's and sued them for the coffee being hot? Yeah, I know. And I was like, that's Ralph Nader. I yeah, think who the lawyer was. He yeah. So there's I feel a, like that's part of this is how I feel. There's an argument there where people should be responsible for themselves and you mm-hmm. can't just say it's everyone else's fault mm-hmm. and that kind of that was kind of the erosion i believe of um people taking ownership uh, when when these lawsuits started happening yeah because like, what, what am i gonna example. sue hershey's for me getting diabetes yeah let's get them another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No. But you but know, like I, stuff like that bothers me because I'm like, yes. hey, I think it's the therapist in me that's like, you have to take ownership over your behaviors and your responsibilities However, and how you carve that out in if, the world. If a company knowingly is selling a toxic product, mm-hmm. but does not mm-hmm. disclose what they know in terms of they've done their own research. Johnson Johnson was a good example. They knew far in advance. Yeah, because of the the baby powder. Yes. And so when you... Talc, uh, talcum. It's mm, talc. A, talc is a, a rock. Talc, mm-hmm. talc, mm-hmm. and inside that rock, asbestos. There's asbestos fibers. My grandma used uh, Johnson and Johnson baby powder. F- it's an amazing every, product. every day, all day, till she passed away at eighty six. But they had, I guess, studies of yeah, composition they studies. They knew way in advance, and they decided, you know, um, to not release that information. Therefore, there's these massive lawsuits now that they're, you know, they're having to pay for that behavior. Now, Facebook, I think. They had the lawsuit, mm-hmm. um, sorry, not the lawsuit, the whistleblower yep. who came out and said, yeah, we were doing these studies and we know it was, it, it has a, adverse effects, but they didn't tell people that they had a toxic product. Therefore, these lawsuits, I think, are just the beginning. 
and that was kind of where I was going to go mm. with that. Why I brought it up is that I think, um, you know, but but to your point, the this is going to change society and i think we have to start taking ownership over our own behaviors again because if you leave it up to everyone else well, yeah, why to did, put bumper guards because the companies you know? aren't going to do it until they're forced exactly so it's like do your own research assess for yourself yeah and if you don't feel good after i've talked about this for how many i mean i've given how many talks yeah. uh, oh roxy's playing um if you don't feel good after engaging with social media then you need to seriously reconsider who you're following or what what products you're spending your time in yeah and yeah so anyway that's all i feel a lot better now that i'm not using it as much i'll tell you that when Um, i when i don't have service and we were somewhere yeah for like a few days it's a beautiful fucking thing i feel free freedom um i think just because we're not meant to get that much feedback at least not from uh electronic devices and i think you know i don't think from people i think we're not made to give that get that much feedback constantly you know what i mean if you post a photo let's say and and 50 people like it and 20 people say you look great and then five people are like you know we're not meant to get that kind of feedback like that especially as someone who puts himself online from like anonymous people that i don't know yeah (laughs) and so limiting that and just not engaging like people were fighting in my instagram comments the other day about my video about trigger words and it just cracked me up well they didn't watch the video that was the best part. no that's what always and never and i wouldn't i would expect nothing more right. from them but it just really you know if you spend so much time in that kind of environment and then and then we'll move on because i get fired up about this then the argument could be that it's on the users because the users are the assholes it's us we're toxic in our own place we're like shitting in our own pool here and then we're like i don't know why i'm getting sick i think the saying is peeing in your own pool no this shit is much more intense <laughs> there's a baby ruth in the pool <laughs> it's not a baby ruth what was the uh the eddie murphy and then the brown something came what was he the shark was swimming in the water uh-huh. no gi joe was swimming G. in joe. the water <laughs> and the brown shark came something like that anyway it's anyway back to it I, i'm just a big believer in our own personal responsibility to make choices for ourselves and choose how we interact with other people and that's where our power lies my power doesn't lie in meta or suing a company to make amends for something i did or something i chose to do fair enough well let's put that one to bed feel free to leave in the comments how you feel about it yeah you know i'm just it's interesting because i think these lawsuits are going to start adding up i don't disagree with that belief either Um, and i i I think there's merit on both sides of the argument that's why it's an argument it's going to court Mm -hmm. Um, they obviously think there's enough to argue Mm -hmm. sorry go ahead sorry do you know how dumb i am you're not dumb (laughs) Uh, i i I did something or i found something out this Mm -hmm. week that I thought, my God, Sean, how have you gotten this far in life without knowing this fact? That's why the memes that I love are like, I was this many years old when I learned blah, 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 blah. I was 47 years old. Okay. When I learned. When I learned that horses mm-hmm. are not native to the Americas. I only knew, in your defense, I only knew because we read about it in school, in like high school. Well, I think. so then I blame the and, teachers. They failed me. And I thought they were from France and you were like, they're Spain. And I was like, oh, see, yeah. I was wrong too. The the Spaniards so, brought them. Yeah. And um, then they introduced, I, but I thought they were wild horses. Well, they 
they became wild horses because they'd get out of like poorly put together pens and then the um you know native american tribes would get a hold of them and they utilize it changed their lives like to be able to have that and they would trade for stuff right yeah so they'd get horses for because a lot of people were new if you think about the coming to the americas you're like is this poisonous or not can i eat it or not you know anyway amazing yeah. and so I- they would trade I was blown away and, and how it impacted the, how it transformed and set in motion the next, you know, a uh, couple hundred years in, yeah. in America. Really wild story. I'm reading a book right now that. That's I'm, interesting though. Yeah. I took Native American history in sophomore year of college and that might be where I learned that too. Okay. I don't know where it came from. But when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, but I hadn't thought about that. It's, you're not dumb. It's just a random factoid. I, I just feel like it's one that slipped past me and I should have had. There's a lot of random things. You know what I mean? Like there's always these random facts that that's why I don't do well. Uh, Remember Hank, uh, Hank Green had questioned me at not ThinkerCon, Educon, because he was questioning everybody. I'm never good at those things. Like what does USB stand for? Mm -hmm. I was like, United Universal Storage. He's like, you're getting so close. I was like, I suck at these games because it's just random facts. Well, you're not on Jeopardy. What I'm learning. I know. I wish I could be on Jeopardy, though. I would have, I'd feel so stupid. I, I don't know. do well like, on those. Uh, I'll take the daily double. No, I'm not going to get this one. But, uh, <laughs> uh, don't yeah. bet anything. Zero dollars. My strategy would be to try and, you know, get all the expensive ones off the board so no one could. You know. mm. Anyways. So, <laughs> so no one I can make out, any money. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I found out that the Comanche. Uh-huh. So I don't know anything about the different tribes in the United States. And this is a fascinating book because it's explaining kind of how how things happened and mm-hmm. that they were the, the the fiercest of the indigenous people in uh the united states and canada well, what we know there was another tribe i thought was another one of those fierce crazy ones Th- there were quite a few the comanche and then there's an, one more that, that on would, the like, east scalp. coast you had uh, yes. the huron oh huh, um, that wasn't what i was thinking yeah <laughs> mine was like down in like central or America. iroquois i believe anyways uh so but mm-hmm. the comanche were up until the introduction of horses they were living the the most rudimentary life and they were looked down upon by a lot of the other tribes hmm. and they were they're kind of a a, a sm- like a more like barrel chested and short like and, my family right i'm just kidding they're, they're from poland um, <laughs> they're swedish right but uh they they weren't like what you see in the artwork you know these tall oh yeah uh, more lanky it's just different it's almost like when we went to amsterdam peoples. we were like people here are so tall right Jeez louise but the other tribes kind of uh they they wouldn't allow them to they, they look down upon them let's say mm, okay. okay like so they were a different class of kind of, of and people. at least at least that's what the book is saying okay and so they were relegated to areas of the United States that weren't very desirable. So oh. the, the other tribes were, were, were farming. Mm-hmm. They had advanced techniques. Um, they had advanced uh, forms of uh, society. Okay. And they the, did not. The Comanche uh, were, they were, they were happy with just hunting and following the animals. Oh, so they, traditional forms of traditional, the, the people who came across the Bering Sea, mm-hmm. uh, the, the land mass, mm-hmm. um, from asia mm-hmm. and they then they spread out throughout the americas right mm-hmm. but the comanche kind of kept that lifestyle being nomadic and they really didn't advance and then interesting yes until the horses showed up oh then then they could fuck people up well for some reason <laughs> a lot of the other tribes did not 
get Take into to the horses. Yeah, they they kind of use them to to move things around. Oh, almost like donkeys. The yeah. way people use donkeys a lot as pack animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but the Comanche became the most adept uh, equestrian riders the world oh. has ever seen. The things that they taught themselves. And it was just this perfect pairing of humans mm-hmm, with animals. With animals, horses are so beautiful and amazing. The things that they learned how to do—it's—it's it's mind-blowing. Reading this book, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like they would be at a full gallop. Like the horse would be, uh, you know, s- screaming along, right? Mm-hmm. And they could lie down on the side of the animal mm-hmm. and shoot from the side of the animal, mm-hmm. and they'd get off like. You know, let's say mm-hmm. 20 arrows in the time it would take. Yeah, and they're, uh, they're not at risk as much because they've made their profile. Exactly. Yeah. And meanwhile, the Europeans had like one shot in their and gun. And they have to like, yeah. And <laughs> meanwhile, these guys are just, it, it, it's a crazy story. And so much so that as all the other native tribes in uh, the Americas were subjugated um, and moved around. Yeah. And got sick. I mean, there's so much horror, it, horror that we brought to uh-huh. the Comanche fought back and they started pushing the europeans away they were so good oh they couldn't they i know the comanches were so good roxy girl yeah so they yes hi roxy anyways it's a fascinating book i'm, I'm really loving it so much and so that's that um, are you gonna let us do this today i don't know what we can do i don't know either <laughs> Ooh, okay sorry about that we had to run the dog around because she demanded it she demanded it <laughs> well and she's pretty patient during the day when we work but around this time it's like the witching hour we caved so we uh, we chase her around the living room mm-hmm. uh, we've learned that roxy likes to jump she's yep. very good at jumping yep so we have a toy we throw in the air and she catches she jumps and catches but after about 20 jumps she gets pretty tired yep so we did his- me too i know i'm like still catching my breath um so anyway you learned that the horses were not native yeah and it changed the comanches forever yeah because they were able to combat the intruders yeah, and other indians and or other, other native americans I they guess. subjugated everyone they mm-hmm. came across if they could mm-hmm. uh it was it's a really wild story i'll never forget when i learned that we called native americans indians because mm-hmm. we thought we were in india because we're the you know d- they didn't know where they were going we had right. no maps <laughs> imagine that no maps they were like making the maps as mm. they went, which I is know. kind of fascinating. And how long that name stuck when it's not true at all. <clears throat> right. So anyways, I have a lot of uh, information, but I may have gotten some things wrong because I'm just regurgitating it. So mm-hmm. don't take anything, you know, take everything with a grain of salt with what I say. Great book, though. If you're looking for a read, if you like Westerns, if you want to know about how um, how the Americas were settled, uh, Empire of the Summer Moon is fantastic. That's my book review. I stick by You heard it here first. I'm only about 40 pages into it. so it Yeah, could... Sean started reading it a while ago, and then he put it down, <clears throat> and then he got back to it. He's like, I have to start over. I don't remember what it was I, I was reading. And it's really good now, so I'm I'm excited. Excited. Okay, so shall well, we? Uh-huh, yeah, before ahead. we get into the letters, yeah. you were talking about maps, and I, I love maps. If it was up to me, we'd have maps everywhere i know i would remember when we were looking for art for the apartment and even when we were moving we wanted to find cool older maps of like montreal and quebec and washington state and a ski hill it doesn't matter yeah something cool but all you find is just like maps of like georgia and i'm like i don't have any attachment to georgia right or i'd like to see a map of countries that the the borders have changed you know so Mm. a map of europe uh, let's say or uh, in, in this book 
think they called it Comancheria or something like that. that oh, was the, really? The land of the, the Great Plains is what they. they oh, they ran, ran through the all from Texas up through like Missouri, all, Indiana, all the way to the border of Canada. Oh, wow! Yeah, wow, it's a massive territory. Good for them. Yeah. Teach people to write. No one puts the Comanches in a corner. If someone paid me back yeah. in the day, just picture. You know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. Sean in Europe in like the 1620s or something. Okay. And uh, a king said, or a queen, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not sexist, said, hey, we want you to get in a boat mm-hmm. and go find new lands that we can, you know, get gold or fur or whatever, mm-hmm. spices, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what we actually need you to do is go first and get a map going, you know, mm-hmm. bring the map back to us and we'll pay you handsomely. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> no one comes back. Well, no, but I would come back because I'm pretty good at these things, you know. Mm-hmm. Plus, I wouldn't go anywhere. I would go hide in another country. And create a map. And just make a fake map. And be like, okay, the water starts here. And then we <laughs> sailed for, I don't know how long have we been gone for. Uh, yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. And then we came to this rock and I would draw a rock <laughs> in the water. And then... Uh, then we went over here. We took a left, and there were fish. We took a left. And, uh, and mountains, and there was no people, so that's good. But uh, it takes a long time to get there. And um, But here's your map, and then you get paid, and then you disappear. Ooh. You go to another country. They have a elusive another map king, maker. Change your look. You know, maybe get a mustache. Is it like Catch Me If You Can in the 1600s? Yeah. I would just... Uh, I should have concurred. I would have been a, a charlatan, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. All for the love of not maps. Yeah. No, because I love maps so much, but I'm, a, I'm also a coward. I don't want to. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I don't want to go somewhere. Pirates were big, you know. Yeah. No any pirates. I wouldn't sell a pirate a bad map because they, you know, well, actually the government's just as bad as pirates. They'd probably, you know, throw yeah. you in jail or make you walk the plank or something. I don't know. Do people walk? Oh yeah, the pirates would make you walk the plank. Oh yeah. I guess so. Not a diving board either. It wasn't springy, and <laughs> they didn't score you on how you landed into the water. They just throw you in, and keep going. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. At least that's what I learned when I went to Disneyland. I don't know if that's how it I know. Went. I was like, that's all I know from Pirates of the Caribbean and also Hook and right. Peter Pan. Yeah. I am sweating from that dog chase. Oh, really? Really yeah. got you riled up? Yeah. But I think we I think we won because she's tuckered out. We t- we, we, I told you she just needs a few minutes. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to get into the notes? Are Let's we ready? Let's get into the letters. Let's rock. Okay. This one is entitled Pizza Story. It's all caps with oh. a lot of exclamation points from Leanne. Hello. Oh, and I love I love the font. It's like typewriter. Oh. I'm beautiful. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Roxy's getting her. She's, you know, hydrating. Very important. Says, hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Hi, Leanne. Sorry about the deeper thoughts letters. I have cuter stories. And here's one. My very first memory was when I was four years old. What are your guys' very first memories? I have another story for later about first memories, but looking forward to hearing your tangents on this Mm. and little laughy faces. But I guess keep it brief because I'm sure people, including you guys, want to listen and read this pizza story. We will read your story and we'll come back to our first memories. I have a first memory. My earliest memories? Mm -hmm. They're just fragments. It's Mm. really strange. But I remember a very long train. Mm Mm-hmm. And seeing it from a car window. And I believe if I piece my timeline together right, mm-hmm. I'm like four years old or something like this. Mm-hmm. And we were down in like Virginia State. Okay. It was like a family vacation. Okay. But I don't, that, that's all I remember is a, is a, a train. Hmm. 
So that's an early one. Yeah. We went to Disneyland when I was six. I remember a lot of that. Yeah. But I have memories of younger me. Oh. So I don't know. I have one when I was still in diapers. Yeah. And I think because it was a scary memory. It's like a, potentially like a traumatic memory. But I was mad at my mom for who knows why, because toddlers get mad at their mothers all the time. And so I lived next door to my grandma and papa. And so I packed up my diaper bag. Mm. And my mom still tells this story because she thinks it's so funny that I also packed my like butt cream, you know, for like diaper rash. Because I'm responsible. Well, I don't know how far the walk was, but... It wasn't very far. But well, I, for little kid legs, you know. Yeah, it was felt for like forever. Don't want to chafe my uh, my thighs. No, so. it's got to put the butt... Got to make sure grandma can put my butt cream on. So I grabbed diapers, wipes, my butt cream, and like some clothes. And I like, you know, slung it over my shoulder. I'm out of here. Off I went with my diaper See you bag. later, losers. Yeah, and I said, I'm going. And I went out the back door and started to walk through the field because... Even though there was a country road that goes by our houses. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's me. Anyway, there's a country road that goes by our houses. We had we were connected by fields. And so I walked through the field to head to Grandma and Papa's. And I think I must have gotten, at adult me realizes probably about halfway, baby me thought I'd walked forever. Like I was on this pilgrimage. And I got scared because a deer ran across where I was walking because it's country. And I was like... <gasps> And you know, they're really loud. If you've ever been around a deer when they're running, they're like, bump, bump, bump. Like when they hit the ground, they like, they hit and it's really loud and it scared the bejesus out of me. And I like got startled and tried to hide behind a tree and then I ran home. Wow. And so I remember that. And so I don't know how old I would have been, but small enough to be in diapers, which is pretty small. Like that would I have to be like, what, three years old, maybe? I don't know. When do you, when do you potty train? I don't know. When do, when do you phase out of that? I don't know. Anyway. I was so little and I remember that. And then I have another blip of a memory where I was wearing my favorite dress and I got to choose what I was going to wear. And I just remember, this is all I remember, getting into my closet and pulling out my tulip dress. And it was like pink gingham and it had tulips that were made out of different colors of gingham. And if you don't know what gingham is, look it up. It's that's like, uh, what that guy from South Korea dances, isn't it? Gingham no, that's style? gingham. <laughs> gingham is like a picnic table look. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like so, gingham. Yeah. Gingham's cute. So anyway, I have that little blip of a memory. Yeah. And I don't know how old I was there either. But those are my two. Pretty so good. So those are our earliest memories. So, okay. This is the pizza story. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in 1999, I was three years old. Allison was two and Drew was a baby. Less than a year. Sarah wasn't yet even born. Since Allison and I are 11, um, 11 months apart... We arrived at the same time. Anyways, for the first time ever, Allison and I have never been apart from each other during the time. Oh, oh during that time at ages two and three. Okay. So you'd, you'd never. Okay. Roxy's still in the charge cord. My parents took me to Disneyland and our babysitter at the time, who was great, which is a story for another time, she says. She stayed at home with Allison and Drew. One evening, my parents ordered pizza, and what a coincidence that our babysitter at that time ordered pizza that very same night. Definitely heard two variations of this part, and I'm not sure if my parents remember what actually happened, so I'm just going to share both. Parents do do that. Like, they'll, they'll have different recollections of a certain experience, and they just share their own versions of it. My brother and I have that a lot, too. I'm like, that's not what happened. Such so as he's like, that happened first. Then that happened, you know? Okay. I like pepperoni pizza. Still do. Amen to that. 
And Allison liked cheese pizza. Still does, too. Here's where things... What if we had a pepperoni pizza Mm -hmm. with cheese on it? It always has cheese on it. And mushrooms. That's Sean's favorite pizza. (laughs) My favorite pizza is usually like the white pizza. What if we nix the tomato sauce altogether because it's not that great? And instead we put garlic. That's that's a terrible idea. But anyways, it's delicious. let's go on with the story. <laughs> okay. Um, here's where things got mixed up in the storyline. I wanted to order cheese pizza for Allison. And Allison wouldn't start eating her pizza until I sat down. Okay, so little sister is doing their thing. The other version is where Allison wanted to order pepperoni pizza for me and or wouldn't eat her cheese pizza until I sat down. Mm. Gotcha. Who knows which one is true? Also, obviously, we didn't know how far away from each other we were as toddlers. Like, we were a thousand miles apart, give or take. Not exact. Um, Oh, just curious because why not? I think it... Oh, she looked at Google Maps. In Disneyland in Anaheim, California, you are about a thousand miles. Is 988 miles south of Multnomah County Courthouse in Portland, Oregon. Not sure why the courthouse was the first thing that came to mind for places in downtown, but, you know. It's funny. It's like... You and your sister were connected, even though you were apart. And you both needed to get your needs met because you hadn't been apart. It's almost like the twin factor. Oh, yeah. Twins are interesting. They can like talk to one another and their own language. Have you ever been around that? No, but one time I was sitting on the toilet reading a book, a Reader's Digest. Mm. They had the best stories for, you know, just the perfect length. And uh, For a poop. Yeah. And there was a, a story that stood out to me and it was uh, twins separated at birth. You know, oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of those stories. Yeah, it's crazy. And they, uh, they. If you hear anything, that's just her dog in the back. She's chewing on a toy. And we don't want to stop her because she's being good girl. Yep. Uh, so, but uh, so there I was on the toilet reading this story, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the the twins were separated at birth. Yep. And it was two brothers. One was mm-hmm. uh, Mike, and the other was Mark. Okay. You know? And mm-hmm. uh, they went. They had lovely families, and they both married a Mary. That's weird. Yep. And they both had two kids and okay. named them both the same thing. It was like Steve and Larry That's or something weird. like this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, one burned his hand. And at the same time, 3,000 miles away, the other guy felt it. That's and, not uh, true. Yeah. Now you're lying. No. I can tell from <laughs> no, your that, face. That, there was something. I, I don't remember the story. It was a long time ago. And mm-hmm. plus... I think I was rushed. I had to get out of the bathroom. So I don't, I, I think I read the, you know, skipped a couple of lines. Like you do now when you just read the, he's just, like, reading I, the headlines. just read the headline. No, but I, I think that they, there was something like this. They, they had reconnected mm-hmm. later on in life and then they had written or they were profiled for this Reader's Digest story. Mm-hmm. And there was something where like, oh, I felt it, you know, something mm-hmm. 3,000 miles away. There's a weird away. connection. Yeah. So it's, maybe uh, Leanne. Spooky entanglement. Maybe Leanne and her sister have. Spooky and entanglement. entanglement. Mm-hmm. We're all so connected. Do, There's do, do, more do. than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. You know, just because we can't explain it yet. Doesn't it doesn't mean, mean it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, okay. It says, hopefully you enjoy my cute stories and looking forward to hearing your guys' tangents and thoughts. Best, Leanne, your PNW correspondent. I hope it's not too rainy up there lately. I, I hope you're getting some sunshine and summer is uh, about to happen. I'm sure all the plants it are growing. It should be warmer. It's June. It's a little touch and go. July, August, September. A little safer. Uh, all the berries and mm-hmm. strawberries. July is a key for that. But it depends on when you get a heat wave. If you get an early heat wave, then boom, berries. Marion berries, poison berries. Yep. All the berries. I okay. love the Northwest. I know you do. We have to go back. We haven't been there in, you haven't been in a long time. Saddled with a dog. 
Oh, it's not that hard at all. Sean, make make it into more than it needs to be. Well, in the beginning. Now I don't Well, now she's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's been fine anyway. She's a good girl. Okay, we have a a speak pipe from Leanne. Are we ready? We're ready. Okay, here we go. Hey, how's it going? So it's Leanne from Oregon. Um, Hopefully I get this in before um, you guys share my um, story behind my name. Um, no. So my middle name is Mung. Mung. Yep. Mung, M-E-N-G, M-E-N-G. People pronounce it Ming. People, people pronounce it Meng. I don't even know how good this audio thing is going to go through. But yeah, hopefully you get that. And yeah. Roxy Thank got you. it. Oh, Roxy got it. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Mung. Mung. Yeah. Mung. Yeah. And I think I got it correctly, in. You'd have to let me know if I didn't, but I, and it was nice to hear your voice. Yeah. Roxy's, like it's nice to hear Roxy's voice too. Okay. Now, we have, are we ready to move on to our next letter? We are. Oh, no. That's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll kick it with Roxy back here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is entitled Howdy Do. Howdy Do. And this is from Christy, our Floridian correspondent, Mm -hmm. Florida correspondent. She says, just a funny meme from your Florida correspondent. (laughs) (laughs) This is normal cat. Meow. Texan cat. Meowdy. (laughs) I love it. And you know that cat's so mad that that hat is on its head. You know that it's so mad. Okay. That was cute, Christy. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay. We have another letter from Ben. Are we ready? Hey, Ben. Our science correspondent. Our science correspondent. NASA. <laughs> the, the person who knows all the real facts, Ben. Okay. This is entitled Running Outside in an Earthquake. Oh, We yes. talked about this, so he's fact checking us, and I appreciate it. Okay. It says, hey, Katie and Sean. Hey, Ben. At the beginning of episode 111, you had a disagreement on what you should do during an earthquake. Mm-hmm. My wife and I had this exact same disagreement. A survey of if you should run outside in an earthquake from some reputable sites. The CDC says, don't run outside. The last thing you want to do, head under sturdy furniture. Oh, put your head under sturdy furniture and hold on to it. That's what I was taught. Or protect your neck if you're not able to go under sturdy furniture. That's from the Wu-Tang Clan. (laughs) Protect your neck. Now, the U.S. Geological Society, the USGS, to those who are in the know stay inside if you're inside get a far away from anything if you are outside if driving stop but not under or on a bridge makes sense well yeah that makes sense totally get it canada it's called canada be prepared okay their, their website is get prepared dot gc dot ca bunch of preppers up in canada so many preppers it's similar to the usgs but for our canadian folk i made a good canadian not joke but i felt i was like ha 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 i was talking to another um member of our community who is a fellow canadian and i said you know you don't want to go all the way to xyz and i was like oh you're canadian so for your in your case it'd be or z oh (gasps) Oh, a zing not really a zinger just kind of funny i was like I laughed to myself. I was proud. I was proud of myself. Okay. So Canada, get, be prepared, says don't run outside. Basically. The See, ex- I didn't even listen to my own home country. No. You didn't w- go to Canada, be prepared. No. You were Sean unprepared. One time there was an earthquake when I was a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we don't get them in, in Quebec that often. Wait, you're on, it's like here. You're like on a big like 
Yeah, the, the Canadian Shield is a giant rock. Yeah. And it's old and very stable. I thought it'd be new, brand new. Right. No, the new ones are the big sharp, you know, like the rockets. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. But uh, no, our, our hills are rolling yeah. and they're old. It's a very old plate. Mm-hmm. And, I was just uh, teasing, but anyway, continue. Oh, took offense to it. <clears throat> <laughs> so, but uh, I got to the movies. Mm-hmm. I was being dropped off as a, I don't know, 14-year-old, mm-hmm. dropped off at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And all the kids were freaking out. Oh my God, oh my God, did you, an earthquake, an earthquake. Did you guys feel it? Oh, you're in and the car. And I was like, no, I didn't feel it. I've been robbed of this experience. Because <laughs> you're oh. in the car. I probably just felt like you hit drunk bumps or something. I mean, no, it wasn't even a big earthquake. I mean. Oh, it was like two point something or three point. Whatever. Exactly. But everyone felt a jolt, which they yeah. just, from what I understand, I mean, I never experienced one my whole time until I moved to California. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had the first one I remember experiencing. I think we talked about this before was when I was in high school and we were on a bus heading to some i think softball state competition or something like that and we were on the bus and it felt like i call them the drunk bumps but those those bumps on the side the the, like divots in the asphalt on the edge of the when you're just outside of the lane it's essentially to let you know you're out of the lanes like and you pull yourself back it felt like that and i remember looking out of the bus being like what's this fucking bus driver doing and i was like we aren't even near that lane right now it was crazy so that's what it felt like to me and then they stopped the bus and they were like we're in an earthquake everybody just hang tight you know i saw the energy of an earthquake once that's kind of visually yeah so i was inside of a kinko's Mm -hmm. um as one is when they're wanting to print some important papers right it was like three (laughs) o'clock in the morning and i had to make scripts for uh, uh, updates for a script that we were shooting the next day so Three o'clock in the morning, I'm at Kinko's and I'm like, uh, half awake, you know, yep. slipping on coffee. Right? <laughs> I've got to be up in a few hours or I have to be at work in a few hours. And the photocopiers are all lined up along the wall mm-hmm. where the windows are. So the outdoor outside wall, yep. and you know, they're tall windows usually yep. in a strip mall. Yeah. And as I was photocopying, I saw the energy from the, or, or the wave uh-huh. from the earthquake come toward, like, it was as if it was in slow motion. Now I know it happened a lot quicker. It wasn't yeah, just like, like a slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I saw the, the bulge in the windows coming towards me. That's it was crazy. the weirdest thing. How and it like moved through the, how, yeah. the property. And you're lucky felt, those windows didn't crack. And no kidding. Throw now it, it didn't flex, you know, like a, a bunch, but you, you saw a distortion mm-hmm. and it felt like someone took a, a carpet and snapped it, you know, oh, like, and you're like, a, mm-hmm. a punch. Yeah, and it the, is kind of weird like that. The ground felt like it just, it it uh, it gave like three inches and like boom. Mm-hmm. And everyone, there was only like three of us. You know? Yeah, you're like. Uh, everyone's looking at each other like. Uh, like oh, that was an earthquake. And I ran outside. You did? <laughs> yes. You're lucky you never got killed. Well, I'm terrified of these things. Mother nature. But outside is more dangerous. Mm, I don't agree. I saw an episode. Power lines. Let me tell you. I saw an Other episode. Other things falling off of buildings. Mm. When I was younger, there's more things. I saw an episode of WKRP in Cincinnati. Great that's show, real by the way. Life. One mm-hmm. of my favorite shows. And I think there was an earthquake. Now, why there was an earthquake in Cincinnati? That doesn't matter. I like that this is how you base your safety protocols off of a t- television show. Well, they no, but the reason why mm-hmm. I run outside mm-hmm. is because in that show, I remember loving it. You know, Lonnie Anderson. And, that's enough. Blah blah blah. Get back, get to the reason why you run outside like a maniac. They were stuck in the basement because the building collapsed and they were trapped. I think it was, was it WKRP in Cincinnati? Anyways, it doesn't matter. (laughs) They're trapped. The the characters in this TV show and they're waiting to be rescued Mm -hmm. and, and, and they think they're going to die underneath. And, but they don't No, you know, it's a 22 
a minute show, but it was a cliffhanger. I think they spread it over two mm-hmm. episodes. See, gotta, uh, gotta. So got a real for crisis. for like uh, an extra week. I had to wait till you know it was like I was trapped in the building for a whole week. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so um, you know I, I was wondering where my is my favorite show going to be canceled? Like, are they you know? But so the, <laughs> ever since the, that time when I was a kid, the thought of an earthquake maybe you know like I got to get out of this building. I don't want to be trapped in the basement. Do you see where I'm going? Like I, I, I understand I your childhood thought process. Terrified of a build. I'm just terrified of a building collapsing on top of me. So that's why I run away from the buildings. And okay. that's it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I would rather be outside and dodging telephone poles. Or, well, that's why they what, say are birds going to fly. You know, fall out of the air. No, like uh, planes. No, they're just, they're fine. Live wires, bits off of buildings fall. Sure. That's why you run into like like open if you were space. in New York, I'd be afraid like I get killed with oh, an air conditioner. Or some yeah, shit. no, New York would be yeah, that'd be pretty dangerous. So but, yeah. So anyways, you I should agree. Stay if you're inside. in Manhattan, no, you, but you, you should stay, stay indoors, and you should, that's why they say get under a, a sturdy piece of furniture because if something does come down from the roof, it hits like this table, and we're underneath and we're fine. Yeah. So I'd like you to rethink my strategy so that. I mean, we're here now, so we don't go deal. But we dealt with them in Katie, California. I run on instinct. Something like this happens. You only have a split second to crap your pants and then run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I may have an extra second to shriek. Like, you're actually pretty ah! good. You're actually pretty good in crises. Yes. You like go into this weird like, boo. I get frantic a little bit. But yeah, not, I totally. Not, I don't get like crazy wild. We're both pretty like whoop when things need to get done. I'm just like, you go do that. I got to take it. Like we make it happen. But I don't run out. So I don't. That I definitely seems very chaotic when things go down. When the shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. I definitely go into some weird mode of like, it's not me. I'm devoid of personality, mm-hmm. and I just I I make sure I things do. get done. Got to do. Yeah, and it, yeah. I I think that's good. That's mm-hmm. a good skill set. I I joke around about you know being yeah. a coward. Well, but, but with tornadoes, remember we looked up what we were supposed to do, and you're supposed to get into a bathtub. No, 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 no. Again, you take an umbrella. We've talked about this, and you pop it open. And you you make like Mary Poppins and you mm. get the fuck out of there. You you catch a, a breeze and once you're clear of you know, and then you you press the button, the, the thing collapses and you 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 come down safely, right? <laughs> it's just a theory. We have to move. Just kidding. <laughs> Sean's never going to survive a tornado. No, I'm not. And in fact, tornadoes scare the 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 beep out of me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes two beeps out of me. <laughs> Because I saw, check this out, one time a tornado, there were, you know, some reporters are like, uh, here we are on the scene, the tornado just passed through and mm-hmm. um, here's some of the damage. And the guy's panning with the camera, you know, the news guy that shows up after the fact, mm-hmm. he's probably the one who started the tornado and then he gets to film it afterwards and he's like, but anyways. People don't start, it's not a fire, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> a little cold air, a little warm air. It's very easy to do. He's like, <laughs> There he is, the tornado starter. Get him. Get him. Put him in jail. So dangerous. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a tornadoist. <laughs> what are you on trial for? I started some tornadoes, took out a couple of trailer parks. It's bad. No, but so this the cameraman was panning slowly, and they're showing cars are flipped, mm-hmm. and, and it was pure hell. And I don't mean to make you know, well, we've seen it. it outside of Austin when those came through. We were on tornado. We've been twice on tornado watch. Yeah. And then they show you the trees around like parks and they're just like ripped to shreds people's homes the thing that's interesting is our home not to say that we can for sure say a tornado is not going to like demolish our home but i did hear from a member of our community who grew up in texas and she said 
you know, the reason, obviously, they show you the most damaged looking places on TV because they're like, look at what this did, you know, Mm -hmm. and trailer parks tend to be the most damaged because the homes just aren't as quality as sturdy and they're not as heavy right yeah the they're not made out of like we have like a solidly brick home right the it's chances, like the big bad wolf mm-hmm. huffs and puffs except There's, in this case it's a tornado yeah and it's gonna swirl and twirl but so the camera's panning you see this destruction this swath of destruction mm-hmm. and then the camera it was such an artistic shot this guy's gonna be a big cinematographer <laughs> you know spielberg's uh-huh. in hiram uh-huh, but uh-huh. as the camera pans past all this devastation in the field and cars flipped and he stops on a telephone pole the telephone pole was not knocked down oh funny it does that in the telephone pole was embedded three shafts of uh straw oh the wind had driven the straw strong it through the straw into the wood the structure of the straw did not collapse yep and it was like just like porcupine quills and i was like holy shoot if it can do that what did they say i don't know if this is true but i feel like I was watching something about tornadoes or could have been just some random, like on the news, somebody's talking about it. And I don't even know, again, haven't fact checked it. But someone had said that you could technically survive being in a tornado as a human. But what would kill you would be the shrapnel, like the stuff that's like float, oh, yeah. flying around in it. My dad always says, um, you know, crashing a car or or losing control of a car isn't what gets you. It's the sudden stop. Mm-hmm. You know? That's when your body like, oh, yeah. 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 And that's when you get hurt. Yeah. And that's like the tornadoes because they've even had <clears throat> um, like livestock oh, get yeah. picked up and get dropped off somewhere else and they're fine. Yeah. They're like, Moo. Ooh. hey, high five on that <laughs> one. Nice. Hi. Um, okay. I'm sorry, sorry ben. ben. We got into Canada to be prepared and we just never came back around. <laughs> Basically, the external part of a building is the most dangerous place to be during an earthquake. If you have a lot of notice, then going outside far away from anything might be best. Yeah, they said, because I grew up in the country, they were like, if you can get into an open field, that's fine. So I could like run out my back door. Didn't work for Dorothy. Oh, no, she stayed in the building. That's why. We're talking earthquakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've we've shifted, sorry, from from swirly-twirly to shaky-wakey. Basically... When there's a disaster, you don't want to be around stuff Anything. that could kill you. But most of the time you can't, like, I don't, we don't live in a place right now where we could get out in time to like, Mm-mm. we'd have to drive like what, like an hour up out of Georgetown I, towards Killeen, stand out mom, in the middle of a, uh-huh. I thought she was pulling our leg when she said, oh, you need to buy a shelter. And I was like, a shelter? What is that? Oh, and she they, looked it up and she sent me links. Yeah. You she buy them at Home Depot. Prepped. But Costco. it's just, it's like a, a tuna can you get inside. Mm-hmm. She's still asking me if, if we've purchased one yet. I think we're getting one for Christmas. Get ready. If we haven't bought it yet, I feel it coming. The mama has spoken. Right. <laughs> you worried me. I need you to put this somewhere. She was like, build but, it into your, your garage. But Sherry, why did you only get one for one person? <laughs> She's like, you wait outside. Sean. No. Somebody's would, got me outside she, to be able to open the latch. <laughs> she would never. She loves you very much. You get better gifts than I do often. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I got a kayak. Holy shoot. Mm-hmm. I am so ready to put that thing in the water. I know. And she, did, voyage. she did okay being in the kayak. Oh, Roxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was great. Although our friends, Jonathan and Yvonne, were telling us that some of the lakes around Austin, you have to be careful because it's it'll kill dogs. Like it's toxic to them because of some of the algae. Mm-hmm. So we have to look into that. We took her to Lake Travis, which is one of the cleanest lakes in Austin. And she's been fine. So like I am going to check from now on because I had no fucking clue. So if you're in our area, you know, let us know if you know more and also be careful. 
back to Ben's letter because we're off topic already. I read one sentence. It's okay. Ben's hanging out. He's fine. He's, he's hanging. Hey, Ben. Hey. Okay. So back again. Shaky-bakey, not swirly-twirly. Right. Basically, the external part of the building is the most dangerous place. If you have enough notice, you can get out into a field in the middle of nowhere from anything that might be, oh, that might be best, but earthquakes usually don't come with warning. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Says, I've never been in an earthquake, but went recently to San Francisco for a few days, and this sparked the conversation between me and my wife. We are now both glad to know what to do in said event. I wonder what your wife thought. I know. Which, which, which was which? Which one are you? Were you Team Sean or Team Katie? Which, which one? Which, which, which. I also saw an episode of uh, Happy Days once. Mm-hmm. And this was a, an interesting Sean bases one. all of his safety protocol on things he sees on television. Right. Well, you know, that's how you become educated. You watch a lot of TV and uh, then you come up with some cockamamie ideas. I learned ideas. everything I need to learn through the television. Yeah, pretty much. No, but in this episode of Happy Days, they're mm-hmm. in uh, the Fonz's apartment suite above the garage, mm-hmm. which honestly, if uh, this whole podcast stuff doesn't work out, then the space above the garage, we should find ourselves a Arthur Fonzarelli. You can move in. And, you know, true, fair. Uh, if Sean Nichols was to move, and we call him uh, Sean Sean Zarelli. Uh, yeah, Sean Zarelli. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but no. Uh, so there, w- there was a a tornado or an earthquake. I forget. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's an earthquake. And uh, the the mice and the cats knew. Like I think. Yeah, they Fonzie sense it first. Had gerbils or something. It's like when the tornado. She was very like. Yeah, freaked out. Yeah. What is that spite? Well, I guess it's not a spidey sense. It's a, a it's doggy a sixth sense. sense. It, I think. I think there are things, and we know this, right? In general, we know her senses are stronger than ours. Her taste, smell, and hearing, much better than ours. Mm-hmm. Some could question, you know, what she thinks smells good and wants to roll in. Because I'm like, that's a Death. dead. Yeah, that's a dead thing. It's disgusting. Um why do dogs do that? Why do they want to roll? Or cats too? They roll in death. I know. Why do they want to smell uh, like death? This is a really pungent one. It's it's so stinky. She found dead baby birds, and I was like, Oof. I know. Luckily, I caught I yeah. caught it in time to be able to like throw them away and put them in a, ba- a bag. Yeah, the wind must have knocked that nest out of the tree. It was so sad. You go. Uh. Anyway, I don't want to think about it because um, I hated doing it, but I hated her getting it where it was all bad. It was a whole, um, but their senses are so much stronger and better than ours that I think they hear or, you know, hear things m- more. Like mm-hmm. I know that she will hear the construction guys getting here before I know they're here. Like she'll be like making her growl. But I wonder if there's something, you know, uh, whether it's an electric current or whether it's Oh yeah, like it's they have a, another sense, like a, yeah, like a sixth sense. Because birds have, and fish as well, mm-hmm. and maybe some people, you know, but there's, they're able to feel the magnetic fields mm, like and that's, tap into it, yeah. and that's why birds fly certain ways. Mm-hmm. And they follow and, their, yeah. Yeah. They follow their Yeah, senses. And like fish, like salmon being able to swim back to where they were born is yeah. fucking wild. And they like jump up against the current. I don't know why salmon do that. It's, it's like an innate thing. I don't know. I've right. never looked into it. I just know but that when we they're used swi- to. When they're swimming in the ocean, I think a, a lot of them navigate through magnetic currents and so do birds. It's mm. very sim- similar. I know the only reason I know about salmon in general is because back in Washington where I grew up, we used to raise them in, in school, like from little eggies, and we'd get them into little tadpoles, and then from there to little fishies. And once they reach whatever stage that was, then we would take them and release them. And my aunt Teresa actually set up a little thing in her creek hatchery, hatchery, so that they could come and utilize it because they're trying to boost the the population of them. I, when I found out about that, I was so excited. I really wanted to she go see She wants you it. to come. Oh, I, I mean, you know, Teresa, she's always down for yeah, whatever. But how cool is that, that your, 
you're hatching salmon, you're making little fries, and then they, they get into the river. That, that was really cool. Fries? Yeah, that's what a small fish is called. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, they're not tadpoles. Tadpoles are No, amphibians. tadpoles are... Oh, you're right, like a frog. Yeah. But I just meant like they go from a little egg and then they get like a little tail off of the egg. The right. egg. I haven't seen that stage. And then they get the little eyes all of a sudden and they look really weird and they've got like... Bloop, bloop. It's a funny process. And then... Mm, I wonder if they're tasty at that point. I love salmon. Hey, rude. What Take do you mean rude? Babies. They're no. babies, Sean. It's like I don't eat veal either. Babies. It was wrong. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> all, all I have left to read is good luck and stay safe out there. You too, Ben. Thank you. And yeah. I am curious which side your you versus your wife was on. Right. You know, because <clears throat> inquiring minds want to know. Also, Ben is a ham radio operator. And yeah, I, I've heard because of uh, these skills. I bet you in the event of a, uh, a oh, disaster, he'd be the one to know. He'd be the guy you're like, hey, buddy, we need to uh, get word mm-hmm. or, we, you know, like. You always see these disaster movies uh, or you know i think those are just always for but there's drama. always the one person who's really needed and that's the person who can communicate with the rest mm-hmm. of society Ooh, ham I, radio is really important what does ham radio? what does that mean oh because you're hamigos mm, yeah. makes sense yeah totally no do you know what it means or no just, i know that's a joke but ooh, my back. i don't know amateur radio h h band i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what ham is hmm I was it like AM radio, but like something AM radio. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'll have to look it up. But I learned something interesting about um. The, oh. What? Okay, Google. What oh. is a ham radio operator? According to Wikipedia, an amateur radio operator is someone who uses equipment at an amateur radio station to engage in two-way personal communications with other amateur operators on radio frequencies assigned to the amateur radio service. Thank you. What? What is a ham radio <laughs> operator? I'm here to help. We know. Thanks. You're the best, Google. Thanks for nothing. But you didn't ask the right question. I know. I didn't phrase it properly. Okay. So ham is... Okay, amateur radio, also known as ham radio. So it doesn't stand for anything. Because you get on there and you tell bad jokes. You're, you're a amateur. <laughs> yeah. It was a French guy. Amateur radio. And the use of radio frequency spectrum for purposes of non-commercial uses, usage of messages, wireless experimentation, self-training, private recreation, radio sport, contesti- contesting, and emergency communications. Mm-hmm. The inventor was... Guglielmo, Guglielmo Marconi. I think yeah. he was Italian. Marconi. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the story. And yeah, I'm Macaroni. He was a he was a big hey, inventor. Macaroni. Marconi. Um. Yeah. So that's ham radio. Mm-hmm. Amateur. Yeah, and I think the signal bounces around like AM radio. Mm. Uh, it, it it can travel far dis- great distances. Great. Distances. In fact, there was a movie, and this is mm-hmm. not based on science, but where the the guys uh, again one of your shows. No, this was a movie. A I didn't really like it. I, I panned it actually on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. But uh, where he's able to use the the ham radio to communicate with his father Aliens. in a different. No, but the mm-hmm. alien part would have been good. I would have appreciated Sean that. Sean likes that stuff. Yeah. I did learn from a member of our community who is a police officer. Yes. About the way that they use radios. Roger Dodger. This is Stacy, uh, Officer Stacy uh, Miller. And uh, we mm-hmm. have a 1532. Over. <laughs> 1532. No, not that. She was just telling me that in in, in the event of like a crisis mm. or an emergency, let's say you're in a, uh, a high speed chase, 
whoever started the the chase so the officers in the pre, from the precinct who be, found the person and like started that they get priority on the radio in the main frequency okay. because they need to be able to communicate and let the others as they go through you know different cities different precincts different areas to let people know where they're at what's happening and all that such that's interesting it makes sense you know mm-hmm. that there's there's protocols in yeah. place so that you're not crowding it hey what are you guys doing later on get off the channel off dave the line. we got an Dang emergency it. and unless you're in the office you aren't able to have two frequencies going at the same time because you only have one radio mm. so you even if you're trying to organize with your people because your precinct is coming up in this high-speed chase or whatever you have to like call and text and stuff like that and i was like so interesting i wonder what they used to do i'm sure they had like their walkies like calling our cars calling yeah, our cars they're private because those are private radios mm-hmm. or not private like but it's like their personal radio mm-hmm. anyway i found it interesting i think it's interesting never thought about it okay we have a letter from tom are we ready yes goodbye ben we're taking this from tom adios thanks for writing in we and appreciate please, it. yeah keep us posted okay this is tom from virginia again with some random thoughts i feel like there's audio that needs to go with that where it's like random oh. thoughts from tom the more you know okay katie and sean just wanted to follow up on my last email with several random thoughts i love it and i'm here for it tom number one Y'all were wondering about, uh, oh, wondering how sinkholes form. I'm already excited. Right. So in the event of a tornado, mm-hmm. you run outside, double whammy. God Fall really doesn't like sinkhole. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. The ones in the area where I live form as a result of chemical weathering of bedrock, limestone, which is hard and strong, but vulnerable due to the rainfall being slightly acidic. Oh, I wonder I if frac- fracking does that too. Probably. That's what I thought he was going with. I was, it could be because, you know, oh, chemical, chemical weathering. weathering. They take many, many years to form, but changes in drainage patterns can speed up the process. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's interesting, Tom. It makes sense. Water finds a way. Water yep. always wins. Always. That's water like, versus rock. Rock loses. We don't have water in our rock, paper, scissors because water would always win. I know, right? Can you imagine your rock, paper, scissors? Oh my and God, you're next brilliant. Time you should do you're this. like rock, paper, and you go... And yeah, and, and, you, and the splash, person, I was taking a bath all upon a Saturday night. And person's like, shit, I, I only had paper. It's the best mode. Water ruins paper the quickest. No, you just do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. For those of you just listening, Katie did the wave with her. Not the wave. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I think that's a breakdance move. Ooh, my wrist popped. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Oh my God, we had a massive breakthrough in rock, paper, scissors. The, such a free thinker. And the award goes to Sean Katie, and Katie for, for inventing <laughs> water. Water <laughs> as fourth option. Right. Rochambeau is now. Rochambeau O. Rochambeau oh. quoi. Oh, 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 it's magic. It's yeah. French. Is Rochambeau? No, but oh, water. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh. No. <laughs> Imagine you start just throwing all sorts of things into that, like uh, rock, paper, scissors, and fire. <laughs> yeah, fire doesn't do so good it against doesn't... scissors, but if the person pulls paper out, 
they're, they're fucked. They're fucked. But rock and scissors <laughs> win. So I don't really think you're. Yeah. You know. Well, no, fire can crack rock. It's just mm-hmm. got to be, you know, really hot. You do two hands, <laughs> two hands, not just one hand. I always get two in my head in rock paper scissors because my gut says go with paper because they're always going to try rock first. Mm-hmm. But then part of me is like they're going to think like you go scissors. I saw somebody doing, or I saw adults doing rock, paper, scissors the other day. And I thought that was really strange. I haven't done it in years. I know. And they were adults. It wasn't like, they must've been the best of friends for a long time because these two people, they're walking. Maybe they're trying to make a decision. Like I want to go here. You want to go there. Best out of three. Yeah. I mean, that's not how we decide things, but I get it. No, it was, uh, the president of the United States (laughs) and, uh, 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 Vladimir uh, Zelensky and they did oh. rock paper scissors over some decision mm. and so uh, I think we lost and so we sent uh, money yeah and support dang lost again <laughs> he you loses know, on purpose fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> farts okay ready yeah. moving on number two the condition that I have is different than factor five so okay. light and factor five like I have it's a glitch in the way that my body is programmed to process folate and is known as <laughs> mthfr motherfucker (laughs) or the motherfucker as affected patients often refer to it inter um interestingly i don't know why that's i'm saying that weird interestingly interestingly yeah interest interestingly (laughs) i promise i'm not high interestingly that's how i would say it i don't know why that came out so weird it is linked to problems with depression and insomnia. Oh. It's it is interesting how many physical ailments also affect mood and mental health, and is part of the reason why I've been saying this for fucking years that our mental health and physical they're all connected. And if you don't treat one, you can't treat the other. Healthy mind, healthy body, bitches. Well, yeah. you can't run a car on water. You got to give it gas, and then at that you have to give it good gas. Otherwise, you're going to have a engine knocking. You know. That's not what I was talking about. Well, no, but same thing with a person. You you have to feed the person the right fuel. That's not what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm talking about our mind-body connection. Yeah. I was there with you, though. <laughs> you met me there. I, I, I get you, some of the information, but some met. of it just goes out one ear. And... <laughs> it doesn't go in. It just goes out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <sighs> <laughs> it played fire. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> okay. So... um. It's linked to problems with depression and insomnia as well as circulatory issues, although I'm thankful to have never been affected by the depression. Perhaps Katie could do a segment on the way our genes can affect our mental health. I could with Ben. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Dr. Ben Rain. He wears really tight jeans, so... Uh... <laughs> I'll have Christina on. She'll talk about the jeans. Right. No, um, but if we would were to go to Stanford, we could do a video with him about that stuff because he knows all that kind of stuff. Okay. And finally random thought number three okay speaking of my condition i had an outrageously funny doctor's appointment earlier this month i showed up and the provider was very very pretty Uh oh i don't like pretty doctors i feel then i can't tell them things they're judging me that's how i feel i hope that she would not be doing a physical exam (laughs) all right we're gonna need you to take your pants oh your pants are already off okay (laughs) i like to be prepared nice to meet you okay i hope that she wouldn't be doing a physical exam as i did not want such a pretty girl running her hands across my body which have, may have provoked an unintentional physiological response don't want to start the launch sequence i totally get it <laughs> instead of taking me to an exam room she took me to a little conference room and asked me to give a stool sample from home 
who is in the conference room with you guys? <laughs> Open this box. You're like, mm. no, it said from home. So yeah. I refused telling her that I was not going to waste my money chasing problems with a body system that was healthy. Ah. Oh, although she said that I may be ailed by heavy metal toxicity. Mm. What? I'm just reading. Never in my life have I lived near a chemical plant or super fun site. I guess they might just have oh, might just have to declare my body a hazardous waste when I die. Ha <laughs> ha. That's crazy. We do have um, a person we know who has heavy metal. I don't know if it's poisoning, I guess. She she can live with it. I, I don't know. But she's from Poland. Yeah. And I think it was part of like where she was. Environmental she, talk. Yes. <clears throat> like you said, like I didn't grow up near. Right. But you never know what's in the, you know, there could have been a factory that was pumping into the water. Yeah. It, it could be mercury poisoning. Who knows? You know, yeah. and, you could uh, do the Kohler guard kind of like Sean did. But that was so he didn't have to get the. Hoo -hoo up oh, his. you know what? Uh, Kohler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can do it from the privacy of your own home. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Kohlergaard is running a special now, two for one. Uh, Number two, emphasis on the two. Well, no, but one of them, so you get two containers and, you know, you're supposed to- One you is get, to leave on your neighbor's doorstep? Yeah. With light a, on fire? Yeah, exactly. I like how we think so much alike. <laughs> <laughs> this one's business. This one's fun, you Sorry, know? Sorry, I stole your, your joke. I didn't really it's think right. that's where you're going. We're I writing thought, the material together. We you know? so good. But uh, yeah. Uh, That's how we workshop things, you guys. My version of the joke, mm -hmm. though, was going to be uh, you get two labels. Mm -hmm. One goes to New Jersey where they analyze it, and the other goes to, uh, you know. Uh, Your arch nemesis? Yes. Mario Batali? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean doesn't have the address. He's right. It's Mario Batali. <laughs> <laughs> Leave out the post office. <laughs> They'll find him. It'll find its way. Uh, or at least, you know, other people at the post office will be like, this is a mystery. We need to return this to Mario. What's Mario left a dookie. <laughs> I can see the headline now. Man leave poop <laughs> to be sent to Mario Batali with no address. We told the, the Mario Batali story on, on the podcast in an early episode. So if you if you know what we're talking about, um, but he is my arch nemesis and I, mm -hmm. I'm happy the justice system is caught up with him. Sucker. Yeah. Okay. okay. So um, keep us posted. Yeah, Tom, because I'm I'm and curious, you know, don't be afraid to poop in a box. Everyone does it. I mean, some people do it for pleasure. Some people do it for, you know, medical reasons. But uh, hey, to each their own. No, he just was, is like he doesn't think there's any problems. So he doesn't understand why they're going searching for problems. But hey, maybe it'll tell you something earlier on. It's not going to hurt anything to poop in a box. Cats do it all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> what are you doing i'm just getting ready i just, just got to get in the mood i gotta get in the zone oh my god there's i'll give sean i sent it to you on tiktok so i'll be able to find it and give you the link there is this cat that poops in its box standing up on its two back feet oh and when i tell you this is worth the suspense this is worth the suspense so <clears throat> i sent this to you because it's just so ridiculous and here we go. Oh, I'll turn it because of the... Ready? Aim. Poopy. Oh. <laughs> his little foot up there. <laughs> and look at his little nose. is like... I feel like... Oh. He's <laughs> so concentrated. Oh, my so goodness. funny. <laughs> I 100 yard stare. I oh. died. <laughs> but I think we used to think animals were maybe not dumb but uh weren't that advanced yeah. right i have a theory mm. that evolution is happening really quickly right now okay why like, 
Oh, I don't know why. We don't know yet. But, but it, I have a theory that's happening, and okay. we're seeing it unfold through social media, mm-hmm. wherein cats used to just be cats up until about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But now that people are filming them all the time, we're all sharing this information, but cats are yeah. like... Like that awesome. one, one of my favorite ones where it's like, ah, making all these weird noises. And right. she like, somebody does a duet and pretends that she knows what it's saying. It's like, my butthole, I burned out my butthole. Right. And then the mom comes in and goes, meow. Like, totally shapeshift. Yep. It's like, oh, you're here. Sorry. Meow. There's something going on with animals in social media where they're evolving quickly. Like Roxy has learned how to talk. Yes. Recently. So strange. She flipped a switch within the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And now she's talking, not full sentences, mind you, but I'll put one on the screen. And uh, But she does, it, it's it's to get our attention, but it's also because she either needs or wants something. A lot of times because she wants to play, yeah. but she has different different ways that she communicates. Like she boops me and it'll go, oh. sometimes when she wants like an ice cube. <laughs> you should take your, in the box. <laughs> you should take the fish oil. <laughs> you got to purse you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> get my but go ahead sorry anyways if you're cramping we should get you some fish oil it's just because it's been decided it's because you need fish oil okay okay so it's been decided <laughs> who might have blow against the wind you know i just yeah my wife tells me what to do and i just do it that's not true happy but wife I, happy life you know <laughs> no but if you're you've been cramping for the past couple of days yeah so i think fish does anybody have any sue Ben? It's that damn kettlebell. That's what I, I'm blaming that. Why would that hurt your feet? I've been doing uh, foot exercises. Oh. Like, uh, but the problem is I dropped the kettlebell on my foot. And that's it's, not true. It's He's not just, working it, so well. That's not true. Um, we need to get you in to see a podiatrist. Mm. That's a story for another time, but Sean's feet have been hurting I wonder him. if Sue is still listening. We haven't heard from her in a while. I'm sure she is. Hi, I Sue. I hope kidding. you're doing well. She, you know, life gets busy and tough. I know, but I miss her guitar. And it also, we are not caught up on letters. So I know, I know. don't count your letters before they hatch. Now what we were talking about, cats pooping in boxes. Oh, you think we're speeding up. Oh, I just think, I, I think we're seeing evolution unfold. Mm. Um, and we're just seeing, or at least I used to think that animals were not particularly smart in oh, general. And Roxy's talking. That's where we yeah, were at. I was like, doing... mm, I talked about the cat blew up my butthole. And now we're talking about. <laughs> not that the cat blew up my, but it says that's oh, the my show butthole. for this week folks <laughs> we we shared that in another it's like i can watch the, i saved on my phone even because i whenever i'm having a bad day that cat makes my day better yeah i also have one where this dog when its owner sings like he sings along to a song it's like how like it wants to sing too and it's not the sing like you know when dogs make the noise because it hurts their ears she's just like singing and it like runs into howl i heard a person's dog say an in- a word in english once only once what what was it spaghetti we went over this dude michael's house mm-hmm. sean nichols knows this person mm-hmm. and he can sean can attest to this so okay. this isn't me making up a story we went over this guy's house and he's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. My dog at my parents' house does this. So we're like, well, we got to hear this. Yeah. So we jump from, Sean and I jump from uh, uh, Mike's house mm-hmm. to his parents' house, another 10-minute drive. Okay. We get there and we walk in the living room and he says, hey, buddy, how you doing? The dog's like shaking oh. his tail. He goes, you want some food? Spaghetti. <laughs> Came out of the dog's fucking mouth. Didn't. Didn't, Not like it wasn't like a, or, spaghetti. Like, yeah, it wasn't like the, the dog said spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. But I'm not even kidding. Like it, 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 it did sound a little like a dog, like Scooby Doo saying spaghetti. Well, it was like, it was like and you're like, what? you know, or that's what? crazy. It was though. really strange. But it, he, 
on command. Apparently, the dog loves spaghetti. I was just going to say, give the dog what it's asking for. It's worked really hard because right. we don't speak dog very well. So I think I do a pretty good job. Sometimes I'll hide in another room and I'll bark, hmm? but no one's home. Roxy won't even be here. And- <laughs> I'm just a weird dude. Sean just does <laughs> Bark at the moon. I howl at the moon. Oh, rock on. Our neighbors are oh, like. Oh, I didn't know you were still here, Katie. I'm sorry. I just. Uh, our neighbors peek out there. They're like, those people from California are fucking uh, weird. Okay. <clears throat> now, number four. Oh, Random thoughts. Yes. Where do y'all get the funding to make your program? Do viewers often send in checks to support your work? Oh, we fund it by the the love in our hearts. <laughs> it's not funded at all. No. We've done a couple of random ad reads for like $35. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought about, I don't know, I guess because it's just us bullshitting, it didn't feel right to create a Patreon. And I guess we could create a Patreon for like $5 a month. And then we could create one extra episode a month. We just have to make it a commitment to do that because it's a lot of time. Yeah. So that's honestly, Tom, that's very, that's a very sweet question. We, we don't. There's no funding. We just lose. What? For all this? All this. <laughs> all this could be yours. Um, No, we just. We do it because yeah. we enjoy it. And uh, yeah, and we always hoped that it would grow. I mean, it's still growing, yeah. I guess, but we'd hoped that it would get its own legs and do its own thing it's doing great on spotify um which is interesting Mm -hmm. so once we convert to spotify video as opposed Mm -hmm. to we're uh, as a podcast solely on uh buzzsprout before and then Mm -hmm. it would spread it out to apple and everyone and that was okay Mm -hmm. but the spotify numbers all of a sudden started ticking up i think because well yeah it's kind of fun and it's just uh it's a challenge to to put yourself out there Mm -hmm. and i think i I enjoy that. And I, even if there was like nothing ever came of doing it, because I'm not in it to, to, to make money. I'm, I do, I do this because it's just fun to communicate it is fun, yeah. and try and figure out, you know, what we're up to. Um, so there is no funding. <laughs> yeah. And it's long story short, no funding. Um, but, but something that mm-hmm. we do actually make money off of uh, YouTube. It's oh, yeah, AdSense. AdSense. We do get some AdSense. So that that's like a hundred bucks or it, we make, we make a little money. It's, yeah, it's decent. Hey, man, it decent. puts gas in the nice decent. bubbles, Katie. So, long story short, it, it's not funded. <laughs> we funded by it with love. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, yeah, so that's maybe one day it'll grow into a professional podcast with many employees, and uh, you know, um, it'll be like a, a network real television studio. show, and then they'll they'll make a movie about us, you know, a biopic or something like that. Or, is it biopic or a biopic? I always say biopic, but I'm probably wrong. Like a biography That's definitely in a picture. more your I know. I should know this. <laughs> than my space. You know what I found out, Katie? And we're going to have to get going in a few because mm-hmm. um, my well, Instant Pot Chicken. What? Our groceries also. Okay. Yeah. We have about 10 minutes. There. <laughs> so sometimes I come across things. I, I think I have a. You wouldn't know it by this podcast because I stumble over my words. But I do read quite a bit or I have read quite a bit. And I, my grasp of the English language is pretty solid. And. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I encounter words or the use of grammar mm-hmm. and uh, in in writing, especially okay. in news articles. I'm like, oh, either this was quickly written or there wasn't an editor who caught the errors or I'm not getting something. Mm-hmm. And this happened yesterday when okay. I was reading. Um, the, the person writing the article mm-hmm. said, uh, and he dived off the cliff dove 
That's what I thought. I was like, dove. But you- I've learned through writing a book that often the common language that we use is wrong. Right. So it's dove. Dive does not correct. Oh, okay. And then I went and looked it up and sure enough, it was correct. It was correct. But dove is something that outside of the United States, I believe is used more frequently by other English speakers. Oh, okay. In the United States, dived, but dived used to be used with more uh, more regularity in, in, in different like eras. it's kind of like waned in its yes, popularity. Yes, and dove is, is but I've never every time it. I hear it, I think, my God, that person's an idiot, you know? And like, I drived somewhere. You didn't drive to somewhere, yeah, you, you drove, drove. Yeah. you know? Uh, so hmm. I came across that. And, and the one thing I do like about reading on a, on a device is I can do lookup. You know, you yeah, highlight, you it, highlight and you look it, it look it up. It up. Yeah. Like the other day, I didn't understand the word uh, potato. And I was like, <laughs> you, that's one word you potato. very much understand. So there's a we were just o- watching e on the end, you know, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber last night, Fuck, and like, I forgot how how silly that show was. And he's like, to 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 he, and he's like the, and he's like mm. <laughs> Harry. Anyways, too funny. Yeah. Um, what but was, mm-hmm. English fascinates me because you've been doing Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm hearing it in the background. I'm picking up some of it. And I'm like, oh man, why can't I speak Spanish? Yeah, sometimes speak you'll French. guess it, and I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it, he's like, why has it been so hard for me? I'm like, I wonder the very same thing because because I haven't put the effort into it. It it's a definite workout, and like at the end of the day, I don't always want to do my lessons, but yeah. I do them. Also, I when I commit to something, I'm weird. I like commit right, to it, right. and I want to do it. Um, but yeah, I was going to so say you, some, oh. you're on my team with this. It's it's not mm-hmm. dived, it's dove. That's what I would have said. They dove off the hill or dove off of the diving board yeah oh dive mm. yeah i would have said dove. Yeah, you wouldn't say di- dived off the board dived off the diving no i would i mean it doesn't sound wrong dived or dove dove exactly yeah it's a weird one i think That's they should get rid of dived altogether no i mean it's interesting the lang- language is interesting it's one of the things that i would study if i got to go back to school like linguistics if I, yeah i love linguistics but when i wrote are you okay? And it's the same in traumatized, but it wasn't as big of a hurdle because I'd already written a book. So I'd already had somebody, you know, copy edit me mm-hmm. where I'm like, that's not like, I didn't realize breakup is different. One word versus two words. Oh, the hyphen versus mm-hmm. the, uh, the, well, hyphen, no hyphen, two words, one word. There's all sorts of different ways. And the reasons that you, it's fucked my brain up. I was like, what? I mean, semicolon, colon, that stuff still fucks me up. I don't understand. There were a lot of then and then, it oh, that, I get that one. Because Dan is a comparison and then is like time. But I always mess that up. Affect, effect. Like there's so many things in our language that are just difficult for me to grasp. Even just the other day, um, somebody said, oh, and it's the latter. And I was like, latter. Okay, L, it means later. It's the second thing. Former is the first thing. That's mm-hmm. the only way I can remember is the L and the F. And it takes my brain still at 38 a minute to be like, mm, uh, got it. Language is one of the reasons that humanity was able to kind of evolve right Mm -hmm. Uh, without the ability to communicate we were just a bunch of uh monkeys running around on the plains i mean monkeys communicate yeah but you know birds communicate communicate. yeah but writing things down our our, yeah our the ability yeah and and the ability to 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 speak uh, to to form complex ideas to to turn them into story form Mm-hmm. Um, so it all separates that. us from the animals. I'm no animal. I'm a filthy animal sometimes, but I'm not, you know. I'm an animal. That's, I love those commercials. Is it Geico? I don't know what it is, which just shows how ineffective the commercial is. But they're like, we love our new home, except for there's an animal in the attic and it's animal from Muppets. the Muppets. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, yeah, 
<laughs> I'm like, I love this. It's like, but it's the ants. Remember, she's like, expired, expired. It's like, I don't know, a whole group of them, and they're great and hilarious. The people who write commercials, mm-hmm. when they're when they're spot on, when they're a good commercial, the, those people must be worth a fortune to advertising so. agencies. So if you can communicate in a very short amount of time a succinct fashion yes communicate an idea that will things, will, yeah. will resonate will stick in someone's mind you only have you know a couple of seconds to do these commercials true and, and you, uh, yeah you have to be able to like but if you if you can write a zinger mm-hmm. and hook people and get everyone talking about geico if you can make people excited about insurance mm. and everyone talks about insurance company commercials my god what a talent right you know i am a gecko not to be confused with geico and that the little guy's been around for 20 plus years forever i don't think it's a real lizard for we all know it's not a real lizard it looks very real it keeps looking better and better i think it's because technology keeps getting better and better i know the technologies technologies okay so let's just wrap tom's oh, yeah. letter up it says hope y'all are enjoying the holiday weekend keep up the great work tom Thanks, thank tom. you tom from virginia i hope that uh, you get your full late in control you know and uh, you're not uh you're not feeling too out of sorts these days. Yeah. You know, it's no fun being ill. So I wish you good health. I wish everyone good health out there. And uh, if you know of any science stories about breakthroughs, things that are uh, going to help us live longer, live healthier, mm. be in better shape, um, anything. whether it's- Also send in your first memories. Oh, yeah. First memories. Groceries are here. All right. Well, we got to go. The groceries are here. It's time. It's dinner time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Thanks for spending your time with us. Adder, leave five-star reviews, share with a friend. All that stuff really helps. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. I'll miss you. Bye. (laughs) Bye.